Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The CDC and the U.S. Department of Law is encouraging the use of plastic partitions. We've seen them everywhere. Schools, businesses, workplaces. Plexiglass is the thing, and it seems to be the preventative measure against the coronavirus. But does it work? Back with us is infectious diseases expert, Dr. Michael Sag. So, is plexiglass a false sense of security because it seems like it's everywhere these days. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking of it's mostly that. It doesn't have an effect to maybe some degree. I'll give it credit that it's probably better than maybe not having plexiglass. But the problem is it sort of says to people, we have plexiglass, therefore you're totally safe in this environment. And that really isn't true. On your show previously, I've gone over the basics of this, right? But just to reiterate... When somebody has the infection and they aren't wearing a mask, they are putting into the environment around them a cloud of virus. That virus gets picked up in air currents and carried from place to place, usually in the immediate vicinity. So let's go into a restaurant. If I'm infected and I'm at a table, and even if I'm six feet from you, quite honestly, uh, the currents of of the restaurant can carry the virus to the table next door. And there have been some minor outbreaks or mini outbreaks, if you will, that have happened that way. The thought is, okay, let's put plexiglass between the tables. That'll stop that, maybe, to a small degree. Is that inside or outside you're referencing? I'm thinking of inside restaurants. Outside, you've got air currents. I'm not sure what plexiglass would do at all there. (laughs) I mean, so inside is where the plexiglass is going to be potentially effective. But the plexiglass isn't a wall. It's, It's like a barrier and the air currents go over and around it. So the virus will travel with the air currents. Maybe it'll reduce the risk some, but not, not in my opinion, very much. Well, I always think about, especially during this time where the temperature checks and stuff are happening. And even if they do have these plexiglasses, like people can still be asymptomatic. And so I, I think about that where I'm like, how much is it really helping us at this point? Even if you are with your server, they have like their own face mask on, like those little, the face shields. Like, mm-hmm. is that even working? It feels like we're just so antsy to get back into everything that we're just kind of being like, all right, well, this is the bare minimum, so let's accept it. A face shield without a mask is not very helpful. In fact, mm. it's another one mm. of those false senses of security. Let's think again. So if somebody has a virus, they've got a face shield, not a mask. That's just a plastic covering over their face. The virus goes right out from underneath it and into the environment. It's like not wearing anything. A mask and a shield is probably better than a mask alone, but not a whole lot. Yeah. So here's, here's, here's what we really need to think about. 
We all want to get back to normal. I do too. But we aren't back to a place of normal. To get there, we have to get our overall infection rates really, really low. And then we can start to ease the restrictions. New York, Manhattan in particular, has done it the best of perhaps any other place. And they have not released things back to normal because they felt the sting of this back in April. And they're not going to go back. But you see restaurants slowly opening, they're monitoring, while the rest of us are just, all right, we're going back in there and we're going to just go back to life as normal. The problem is, as we've talked about before, we're in a, a surge or an extended third wave or whatever you want to call it. Bottom line is we got a boatload of cases right now, more than we've ever had. So if, go back and think how we thought back in March. And if we can apply that to the day, that's what we need to do. We yeah. need to get back to some control of the virus before we even start talking about releasing restrictions. Uh, Dr. Michael Sag is with us, infectious diseases expert. Now, there have been these pictures that have been shared on social media of New York doing these plastic tent bubbles with no ventilation. Is that an issue? Does that help if people are enclosed in these spaces, I guess, outside? And the East Coast is going to be dealing with this a lot since it's going to start getting colder, right? Yeah, I saw those pictures and I had to say I kind of went, scratch my head, what is that doing exactly? <laughs> so you're outside and a wind could blow and that's going to dissipate the virus. You put people in the plastic bubble together and to me, all it does is it increases the chance of if there's somebody inside that bubble, that almost everybody in that bubble, the person inside the bubble, one out of the four are infected. I think you're assured that all three other people are going to get infected. So I, I do wonder, you know, when buildings and, and these restaurants are trying to you know, keep moving on and they're adding air purifiers and changing air ventilation systems. Is that really cost effective for a lot of that? Is it realistic for, you know, people in this economy to do something like that to keep their business afloat? It's likely to be effective, but it's not likely to be cost effective because it's so expensive. And so what we're going to have to do is find these sort of happy mediums where we balance it out. But the best way we can get in front of this is to get our caseload down altogether. Here's the irony, is that the longer this wave of infections continues at the level that it is right now, the longer it's going to be before we even can think about getting back to normal. So if we hunker down, do the right things today, then four weeks from now, our caseloads will be coming down. Eight weeks from now, they, if we continue it, we'll be at a place where we can slowly, underscore that word, begin to release the restrictions. But right now, it's not really safe to be in an indoor closed space with numbers of people more than 10. And most restaurants are in that way, plexiglass or not. Okay, well, Dr. Michael Sag, thanks again and for everything that you're doing. Thanks for having me back. Uh, now coming up, a UPS driver's selfies on the road have gone viral. That's next on our Yaz Queen of the Day. <laughs> 